0: Welcome to the Ruby Ray podcast. At some point in our lives, we've all closed our hearts and turned away from love because we didn't feel worthy of receiving it. Now we're remembering how deserving we are to receive and embrace a daily reality of divine love. These conversations are for those with the fire beaming within who are learning how to trust in and receive the flow of love in our life once again the ruby ray is the way of the heart honoring the deep feminine mysteries ancient ways and stories as we open our hearts to heal radiate and liberate the rising feminine in us all i am your host jacqueline norton Jacqueline Norton, and it's so good to be back here. So when I stopped releasing episodes in 2020, my truth was radically changing. And I'm sure everyone listening can relate to this in some sense. I think this has been a question on the collective conscious, which is what is the truth? What is my truth? How do I know the truth? This whole idea of truth is it's a it's a massive question mark. And one promise that I made to myself when I started doing this podcast was that I would always speak my truth, no matter how hard it was or how uncomfortable it felt. For me that was the number one was being in integrity and alignment with myself and my truth regardless of what that meant. And how do we move through these changes of life when our tr- when our truth is changing? And more importantly, how do we find the truth within ourselves? Because we all deserve to know the truth of ourselves and of our world. And exploring and living in these questions, I believe, is really important because through exploring the question of truth of inner truth of inner knowing it anchors us in a deeper knowing and an unshakable confidence in who we are and that's really important right now because the more we know our truth and our inner truth the less we can be swayed by outside voices by anything that just doesn't feel right it feels off the more that we have this unshakable faith in who we are from this solid confidence Confident place of inner knowing. We can't be blindsided. We can't be betrayed or fooled because we stand in the knowing of our own truth. And from this place, we have ourselves and we have our center and we know who we are and we can't be moved. And when we are, as we are living through a time where there's collective distrust in the media, in professions that we held as we really looked up to, and we were taught to trust a lot in. And as we are moving through times where that trust is no longer, that trust has been broken really we come back to ourselves and how to trust ourselves because we have to be that North Star, that lighthouse when those that we were conditioned or taught to have trust in, we no longer can. So it comes back to having that deeper faith and that deeper trust within our own selves and with our within our own knowing because the more we can do that, the less we're relying on anything external to validate or approve of us and it's a really powerful place to be in when we just are anchored in our truth and in our knowing and living in accordance with that. So I'm not here to tell you what your truth is because your truth is as unique as you are, and it's different from mine. And the only thing that matters to me is that you know it, that we all grow deeper in knowing what ours is and having the courage and the audacity to stand in it when it's important. It's always important, but it's especially important during times like this. So I picked up a couple lessons along the way of this deep exploration of truth. Now that I have um, reached a deeper understanding of it, I think sometimes we do just need to for me it was really healthy to unplug and pull away and be able to first we have to be on that common ground with ourselves and knowing that is really important so that whenever we're going out into the world or we're doing things everything is coming from that centered anchored place within ourselves so Three lessons I picked up along the way about truth, about inner truth, and about how to stand in my truth is the first lesson is, my truth is mine, your truth is yours and both are right. So your truth is based off of your beliefs, and these beliefs are creating your reality, the reality that you live in. So if you're scared about something, you're right. If I I believe something, I'm right because these are all of our belief systems that are creating the reality that we live in. So to deny someone their truth would be to deny someone their reality. And that's just, it completely goes against the laws of the universe where these multidimensional beings that have the capacity to hold various viewpoints, thousands of viewpoints within, within one perspective. And so if someone has a different truth than you, it doesn't make them wrong and you right because believing that would just be playing into the duality and the illusion of separation of I believe this and you believe this. Therefore, we are different, which is an illusion. We all are one. We all are the same. And we all have this multitude of viewpoints and expressions and belief systems based on our own individual realities. And they're all right. And they're all beautiful. And they all have a place because even someone who doesn't agree with you, even someone who believes in something completely opposite of you, you're still learning from them because you're learning through the contrast of them viewing something differently than you. So it's all here for us to just be able to expand our minds into greater sense of consciousness and and to be able to hold more belief systems and viewpoints within our own container of ourself without being moved, without being shaken. So someone else can have another viewpoint that's completely different than ours, but it's not going to rock us because we're anchored in our knowing. And that's why this conversation of standing in our truth is so important because the more we stand in it, the less we're swayed by anything else going on outside of us. So the question is, my truth is my truth, your truth is yours, both are right. And can we hold space and acceptance for all truths to coexist at once? Okay, lesson number two, there is not one universal truth. I think we've gotten so used to thinking there's one side to a story. In sure, there are, in some cases, well, you... <laughs> Even if you would say there's one universal truth, there's always gonna be different perspectives or viewpoints or or counters to different lenses to view it through. So think about one thing that maybe you're exploring or observing and it's like how many different sunglasses can you put on to view that one thing through? Maybe you'll put on a pair of blue sunglasses and view it through that lens or yellow sunglasses and view it through that lens or pink sunglasses and view it through that lens. And that's really... I think the way that we need to start looking at things is seeing all of the multidimensional, numerous ways that we can view something from. So when someone says something that you disagree with, instead of playing into the duality of right and wrong, acknowledge it is their truth and view it, try to put on in that moment, like put on a different pair of sunglasses and just weave in a different perspective that would allow you to see it from their lens. Because we can always be pulling in, this is like an amazing opportunity when you're met with a countering or a differing viewpoint to just put on like even to have that visual of putting on a different pair of sunglasses or anything up that would break up the pattern, break up the habit of just going into duality of they're right and I'm wrong, which is just playing into separation, which is just playing into everything that we are moving away from. Instead, just pause for a moment Put on a different pair of sunglasses, metaphorically, <laughs> and see how many different ways, bringing as many different perspectives as you can on that one issue. Because so we've we've become so conditioned to to just go through this split of like conservative or Democrat or um, religious or non-religious or you know putting each other in all of these different boxes based on these ideologies and belief systems. But really, the way to break out of the box is to look on the outside of the box. And so we have to be willing to pull in these multiple various different perspectives and just try them on, just play with them. We don't have to necessarily make them our truth. We don't have to come out of integrity with ourselves and change the way that we think or view things because of it. But we can try these different belief systems or these different perspectives on just like we would try on an outfit. Just because you try something on, it doesn't mean you're going to go out and wear it for the day or it doesn't mean that that's going to become the thing you wear every day. It just might be a five minute thing or it might become be a thing that you try on. You're like, oh, that's not me at all. Okay, now I know, though, I can take it off. I can put on something else that feels better. So to not be so attached to our belief systems and to accept that there's not just one universal truth, but instead there are thousands upon thousands of universal truths and they all matter and they all exist and they all serve a purpose, which is to help us expand our consciousness. Okay, so lesson number three is truth and integrity live in the same space. So for those of us walking the path of truth, which I would imagine is all of us that we all care about living in alignment with our own inner truth and inner knowing. Integrity is required in all of our actions. So this means taking up self-inquiry and asking yourself essential questions like, am I being true to myself? Am I being true to others? This means no theatrics from others. So no accepting drama instead of the truth from others. I think that's a really important part because the truth is never dramatic. And so when we can just be r- real and honest with ourselves and with each other, then the drama goes away. The drama in the, you know, the lower level gossiping and naming and blaming and shaming and pulling other people's names into things, all of that just falls by the wayside when we're in integrity with ourselves and when we're speaking our truth, when we're being honest. There's no room for the drama drama when it's replaced by not accepting the drama instead of truth so living a life of integrity is the root of living in your truth integrity means having an honest heart in all actions backed by moral principles and it's a state of being whole centered and undivided so anytime we fall out of alignment with ourselves or we fall out of integrity is when we it's like we separate from the truth of who we are we fragment from from maybe what we really wanna do or what we really believe or what feels right and true and good for us. It's anytime that we hear a whisper in our heart or we hear the intuition coming throughout our body, but we choose to act differently. We choose to not follow it. So living a life of truth means to live a life of integrity. So it means doing what is in alignment with our soul at all times, never betraying the honest truth of our heart to make someone else more comfortable and recognizing that our truth doesn't end where another person's fear begins. So just because someone's fear might start at a certain point, that doesn't mean that our truth ends there. That doesn't mean that we have to abandon ourselves in order to make someone else more comfortable or to or to accommodate their fear. And I think that's a really important thing to remember that our truth is our truth. And that's something to own. To live a life of unapologetic truth is is to accept what it is so deeply within your heart and within your being that you're not you're not you're no longer worried or interested in people pleasing to make someone else more comfortable. What matters the most is being in alignment with that inner knowing and living in harmony with that and not falling out of that harmony with yourself. Because when you're connected to your inner knowing and your inner truth, that's all that matters. That's like the number one. That's the that's the north star. That's the guidepost. That's the lighthouse. It's the thing that's driving you forward, and it's the thing that's keeping you accountable and responsible. And every single moment is knowing that every single choice that you make, or thing that you say or believe, is is in alignment with what you know to be true for you. So. He- Here are three tips for unapologetically standing in your truth. Number one, find where the truth lives in your body. So in order to unapologetically live your truth, you first have to know where truth is. And truth is a deep knowing. It can be felt in the wombs of women and in the solar plexus of men. This isn't an intellectual process. It isn't something that you can just think your way into. This is truth is an embodiment and it's an embodied practice meaning it comes from within our bodies so when we start getting in touch with our inner this inner knowing we can start having this like conversation with it notice it when it arises where does it live in your body how does it feel? What messages does it have for you? Is it living in your stomach somewhere? Is it coming from your heart? Is it coming from like a twitch in your knee or in your elbow? Like our bodies are always talking to us. And so when we can start to locate it where these, these messages are coming from, then we can start to trust it more. Asking these questions will begin to strengthen the relationship we have with our own unshakable inner knowing. which is always there. It's always there (laughs) for us. And it's a message straight from source. Tip number two is speak your truth with love and compassion. For those of us with fiery hearts, which I 100% can relate to and understand, we can get very passionate about what our truth is. And it's not coming from a place, for me, I can speak from my perspective, it's not coming from a place of thinking you're better or more right than another person. But when we're passionate about something, when we have conviction, that inner knowing is so strong. And it is so Deep and it is so unshakable. It's so, it is so alive in us. And so there's that border, that knowing, that deep knowing, if it can be very strong and it can sometimes cross that threshold beyond love and compassion or where it's being perceived with love and compassion. And so our unapologetic truth, it can be triggering for others because inner knowing is deep within our being is a contrast to another person's lack of knowing. And this contrast highlights or illuminates an unconscious aspect of someone else, which they have yet to discover. So we can't take it personally when us speaking our truth makes us a walking trigger for some people. It makes other people uncomfortable. And so in these times, we have to remember that we came to earth to live our best and most honest life and not to people please every person that we come into contact with. And we have to accept that our truth isn't going to necessarily be the most popular or it's not going to please everyone. And that's okay. Because what's more important to you, pleasing everyone or living in integrity with yourself? So notice the line between speaking your truth and closing yourself off to other people's perspectives and seek this field right in the middle where there is no right or wrong, where your truth is delivered with compassion and love. This is far more powerful than any force or manipulation or bestowing your viewpoints upon another person. So whenever that fire gets inflamed, it's bringing that back, bringing yourself back, not to say don't be passionate and don't stand for what you believe in, but find that place of more neutrality of of how do I speak this with love and compassion? How do I speak my truth? Not with an undertone of aggression or manipulation or control, but how do I speak my truth from this place of pure love, of pure compassion, and of pure honesty? All right, and tip number three, be willing to change your mind. So this is a huge one for me, and this has been a huge topic, a huge theme for me in 2020 is having a willingness to change my mind and often and our minds expand and our consciousness elevates through our capacity to hold multiple perspectives. So through our our ability to view a situation through the lens of multiple perspectives, like what I was talking about earlier, putting on as many different sunglasses as you need to or whatever other metaphor you want to use for allowing yourself to open your heart, open your mind to these different viewpoints, these different perspectives, these different entryways into how others could be viewing a certain situation. What that does is it lifts our consciousness, it raises our vibration because it takes us out of duality. It takes us out of the right or the wrong, the good or the bad, the duality that this world has been playing in for so long. The more that we can invite in multiple different perspectives to come in, the more our frequency elevates because we're now connecting with higher dimensional viewpoints where we're embracing the truth of our multidimensional nature, which is allowing more information to come in because we're opening ourselves up. We're not closing ourselves off and that just allows us to ride these waves of frequency up, up, up and receive more of that information, more of that inner knowing and also being able to hold all of these different viewpoints which is just a reflection of the expansion in your own consciousness. So as we play with these different Perspectives and viewpoints, we're activating our true multidimensional nature and abilities, and we're opening our awareness to receive these higher intelligences and frequencies, and we're accepting the unlimited field of our individual truth. So when we don't attach to any one perspective and we're willing to change our mind and we're willing to change our truth and we recognize our truth is constantly changing because we're constantly changing, then we're able to evolve at a way quicker rate rather than staying so like fixed in a viewpoint. This is about being able to be movable and being able to see things from through new perspectives, connect to what's true for you. Maybe that changing your mind means that changing that what I was always told isn't actually me. That's not actually what I believe in. When I went through these massive changes this year my, with my truth. <laughs> Earlier this year, I was shedding layers of ideology and beliefs and relationships, patterns, all of these things which no longer aligned with me. And it felt so raw and bare and uncomfortable in this stripping process. You know, it's like this metamorphosis process where all of these layers of, of identity and belief systems and things and people and ideas and information, it's like it's all shedding off. And it can feel like in this shedding process. Whoa, who am I? And what what is really even true for me anymore? And do I even know what that is? And then I got to the seed of myself, which is just this core kernel of who I am. And from that core place we can choose to grow from there. And when we choose to grow from that seed of ourself, that raw, true, honest, bare, stripped away version of ourself, then we can start to live in pure truth and with an honest heart. And it becomes really easy to see the places in our life where we're not living in pure truth and with an honest heart. So changing your mind is a strength. If your career, lifestyle, relationships, or beliefs have changed in the past 12 months, then congratulations because you have grown. And that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with change. There's nothing wrong with changing your mind. There's nothing wrong with outgrowing anything. It's all just a reflection of the inner growth that's happening within you. So be proud of yourself for that and recognize that it's all just a reflection of your ever growing and evolving self. So to go back on the three lessons what I learned in my pursuit of connecting with my inner truth. Number one, my truth is mine. Your truth is yours. Both are right. Number two, there's not one universal truth. There are thousands and thousands of truths. And number three, truth and integrity live in the same place. And then for the tips for living in your unapologetic truth, number one, find where the truth lives in your body. Number two, speak your truth with love and compassion. And number three, be willing to change. And all of these things will help guide you to knowing with certainty what your truth is and where it lives in you and what you stand for. And now is a really amazing time in our human history to know what you stand for and to stand. So I love you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ruby Ray, and I will see you next time you so much for listening to this episode and thank you to the ruby ray the ray of unconditional love for being a part of my mission and for being a part of extending this ray into the planet we will keep moving along the path of the ruby ray in the next episode